the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Thank Super Jesus. glad. Yes, indeedy. Glad to have you all along for the ride tonight as we are rolling into Friday. Don't forget, we have a 24-hour hotline number, 844-814-5227. If you want to call us, got a topic idea, guest suggestion, got a rant, something on your mind you want to say, don't forget about the comment line. You can email me at andreakshow.com. And don't forget also that we've got our podcast available to you if you miss any part of tonight's tonight's or any show or if you're just so fascinated you want to listen a second time particularly after this next guest uh is back with us after the first time we had him on somebody called into the general manager and said uh andrea k had dane wigington on and she just cut him off too soon and we had him on for like 15 minutes um but people just want to hear more and more from dane wigington from geoengineering watch and you ask and we give my babies and that who joins me now hello dane wigington thanks for being back Back. My pleasure, Andrea. Thank you for your willingness to keep addressing what's occurring in our skies. Well, I tell you, I'd need some answers, my man, because I've lived in San Diego a long time, and I didn't leave the great yummy food of New Orleans to come here to be stuck in perpetual gray skies like I have never seen in the 25 or so years that I've lived here. Can you explain to me what's going on here? Let's start with the fact that there is no weather at this point on the planet that can be considered considered truly natural. With you, with the butterfly effect, if you disrupt the weather in any part of the planet by climate intervention operations, you disrupt the entire planet. But what we have is planetary operations. So at this point, we can't consider anything natural as far as the weather patterns, the weather cataclysms that are occurring. So in the case of the U.S. Southwest coast where you're at in san diego further down even into baja right now for ocean surface temperatures the only anomalously less warm region over the oceans is off the coast of the southern north american continent including baja california that's not an accident so we have what's called marine layer enhancement that's part of climate engineering operations and Mm. they seed nanoparticles over specific areas of ocean and manipulate pressure zones, they can, they can augment the marine layer. That's exactly what they're doing. That cools temperatures inland. That makes people very perplexed at all the conversation about the countries that are melting down right now, literally melting down. India, parts of Asia, China. Uh, we have northern Siberia on fire, clear to the Arctic Circle. Canada, you would never expect that 
or believe that if you live in San Diego right now, would you? Well, yeah. In fact, um, somebody that I know just did, did an Alaskan cruise and said that the weather that the the uh, ship's captain said that it was extraordinary weather, that he's done hundreds of cruises to Alaska and has only seen weather like that three times. It was like 70 degrees and they're all wearing T-shirts. And, and, and here we are stuck down here in this May gray. It's just, it's just bizarre. Well, it is. And again, I want to make clear to your listeners that I have no love for Al Gore, any of the environmental groups. They are the epitome of hypocrisy. But that being said, we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater in that the, the planet is broken at this point. Climate engineering continues to break it even more. It's not the only thing that's broken it. We've been very poor stewards of the planet. But the vast majority of the population, while they're caught up in political theater that's being scripted from the very top, which isn't right or left or anything else, they're missing the oncoming train. The human race, like the occupants of a car parked on the train tracks, trying to decide what radio station to put it on with a train glaring horn, flashing lights, about to completely obliterate that car. That's the metaphor we face right now. And we're seeing crop collapse around the globe, fisheries collapse. And on climate engineering, if we ignore all the weather cataclysm that can be directly linked to climate engineering, it's making a bad situation worse. Just what we're breathing, and there's plenty of that in the marine layer that's over San Diego right now, I assure you, plenty. Because we're doing tests of atmospheric precipitation, which gives us an idea what's in the air column. There are a cornucopia of highly toxic nanoparticles coming down through that marine layer and through the air column in general, barium, strontium, manganese, aluminum, polymer fibers. This is an incredibly toxic brew. We're all breathing it. Latest scientific study indicates as many as 20 million nanoparticles with each breath we take. If your listeners I'm sure would not believe that that could be possible. You need to know how small a nanoparticle is. Again, 100,000 can fit across the width of a human hair. So is it any wonder that we have Alzheimer's, dementia, ALS, Mm -hmm. an endless list of degenerative diseases going off the charts? Yeah, in fact, you know, I got up this morning and I was like, it was it was almost a rain. It was a hard drizzle. And I thought, I don't remember how many times in San Diego and all the years I've lived here where we had that going on on June 1st. It's just it. it and I just knew I mean, Skins and I know and I talked about it that, that we had to have you on because this is not this is not normal weather. Something is going on to create the situation here. And and it's interesting because um, all the it, it, in spite of the the climate change um, folks in the media nobody in the media is talking about it they're just trying to act as though this is normal weather that's when that's when I know that I've got to delve deep when people are trying to act as though they're just ignoring something uh, that's right in front of our faces yeah you hit the nail on the head so um, no matter what a person's perspective is on the climate or the state of the climate how can we have any legitimate discussion about it without acknowledging these massive operations that are completely derailing the climate system. So while you're freezing in San Diego, they canceled schools in Michigan today because temperatures were pushing 100 degrees too hot today. In wow, Michigan. Well, I didn't know that. People don't know because our media doesn't tell them because we have an illegal federal gag order, our National Weather Service and NOAA employees. The weathermen are gagged down to local meteorologists are only protecting their paychecks and pensions and they're reading scripts literally so they're paid to tell you it's all normal it's happened before go back to sleep everything's fine don't worry about the sky filled with jet sprayed particulate trails and that's exactly what they are so to give an idea of how much material is falling on us in my region of northern california we have the original usda baseline soil ph values from the 40s i have them in my possession from a contact at usda so much metal has fallen in the precipitation it has changed soil pH values here 
10 to 12 times toward alkaline. It's killing everything. You have some species that survive it much better than other species, depending on the soil type. That can make a difference as well. But overall, forests all over the globe are dying. Atmospheric oxygen content is coming down precipitously because we're losing plankton as well. Forests and plankton, the two biggest suppliers of oxygen on the planet. So our point at geoengineeringrocks.org, if we can get past the politics, all of us, because the whole thing is a political theater, mm-hmm. and we have a president that can't walk and, and, and articulate a sentence without someone giving it to him. We have uh, the, the other candidates on every side of the fence that really, arguably, um, I would, if, in, if we look at history, they wouldn't be there if they were truly a threat to the power structure. The last man that was was John F. Kennedy, and he didn't last long. And now we have Robert Kennedy. I just did an hour interview with Robert Kennedy that we'll post next week. Oh, can't wait to see that will shine light on this issue. But bottom line is, if we don't stop this intentional, highly toxic interference in the planet's life support systems and every breath we take, game over. Simple. Yeah. We've got a caller calling in, and I'm not sure if they've got a question for you, Dane, or, you know, because, it, I, you know, I didn't put it out there that you were coming on tonight to take questions. Um, but, I, it, you know, if this is a caller that's got a question, w- w- okay, sure. would you? Absolutely. He says he's Absolutely. open to it. So, um, hey, Francisca, we love you. Thanks for calling in. What's your question for Dane Wigington? Well, I, first I want to thank Keen. Thank him so much because uh, thanks to him that I look at the sky now, I have seen it in the sky in Spain, Mexico, and here in California. But three days ago, the sun was going through the the clouds, and then here is a plane. I live in San Diego, so here is this plane over and over, and now three days, uh, thirty eight, thirty two hours. Now we have what they call seeding the rain and the, the ice. So that's why we, we are cold. So my question to you is that uh, I'm sick and tired of these long narratives. I want action. I don't know who to call. If we can, uh, you know, uh, uh, this money that they just approved is going to pay all this chemical stuff that is floating. But I want to know, would you please tell us who do we call? It's politics, but that's our citizens are about politics to fix things so who do we call dane what do we do system is broken there's no fixing it i'm communicating with former senate armed services committee members now but they are completely hamstrung on being able to do anything until there is a critical mass of awareness until populations are in the streets with their proverbial pitchforks and torches behaving as if they're fighting for their lives because they absolutely are and for those that are skeptical of what i'm saying and maybe they heard someone somewhere at some time warn them about how bad things were i don't care what anybody else said Our data is based on research from frontline, unspun, unfiltered information sources, and everything we said in the last 15 years has come to pass exactly as we said it would if these programs continued. It could not happen. So the bottom line is in the coming weeks and months, people will see the manifestation of everything I'm stating. It's that bad. We're that close. So the bottom line is what people can do. we We have to have a critical mass of awareness. If we can do that, all those other individuals that are currently willfully blind part of the system being compartmentalized they will be forced to wake up their families will be forced to wake up they will enter this fight with us and we have a chance to fully expose this issue and andrea if we do uh, it will absolutely cause a shockwave around the globe Mm -hmm. as populations realize what's been done to them and we need to reach that point we try to be that source of information geoengineering watch our links are free our documentary the dimming is free we have materials we sell for less than our cost to help people raise awareness around them. A, a picture's worth a thousand words, as the proverb goes. We have printed materials, we have shirts, that we simply are, are trying to provide as tools so people can 
open up this subject. We don't sell anything else other than materials to help this fight move forward. So, Francisca, I think I think the answer is we've got to tell everybody. So, you know, you need you've got a great voice. You know how to articulate. You're very passionate, and I think you need to just tell everybody to go to Dane's website, which is geoengineeringwatch.org. You can tell people to listen to um, this podcast, which will be up by tomorrow at noon. But really, tell everybody to go to geoengineeringwatch.org, and it's just everything that they need to know, and and they will be completely shocked it's got the dimming on there it's got all the articles it's yeah. just got all the facts and, and data and it, you know it's just completely laid out in a way uh, that's comprehensive and easy to understand so Francisca thank you for calling tell everybody oh, to go to geoengineeringwatch.org um, before we let yes, you go you. I want to thank, thank Francisca also thank you very much for those observations from other parts of the world I'm very grateful to know there's people like Francisca out there yeah and again to to summarize all of this, Andrea, this is weather and biological warfare, period. Our government is neck deep in it. They're the biggest military on the planet, bigger than the next 10 biggest militaries combined. The tanker fleet for the U.S. military is three times bigger than all other militaries in the world combined. But they're all in this together, including the other superpowers. They're including and cooperating on this issue. We have Senate documents to prove it. Um, before I let you go, I, I can't wait to, to um, see your interview. I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be in video or audio. I don't care either. I just look forward to hearing our RFK Jr.'s perspective. Um, what, can you give us a little teaser? Is he on board with you on these concepts? Yes. And again, no one that looks at the data cannot be on board. The data is irrefutable. The film footage is irrefutable. We have film footage of these aircraft at altitude, nozzles visible, turning on and off. This is not condensation turning our skies into a filthy, hazy mess, day in, day out, disrupting our weather. It's just, it's profoundly perplexing that so many in the population refuse to believe what their lying eyes tell them. Mm -hmm. They'd rather believe what the so-called official experts tell them. Well, it's really frightening to, you know, particularly somebody like myself. I mean, I came out of the womb, you know, singing God Bless America and playing the Marine Corps hymn on the organ when I was a kid, right? And to, and to, to, to come to the realization uh, that my own government is working against me in any way at all, let alone to this degree. It's a hard thing to, it's a hard thing to wrap your head around. Um, Keep in mind, though, our military personnel are being told something completely different. I would cite the example of Agent Orange in Vietnam, where mm-hmm. those pilots told that it's going to kill their fellow U.S. soldier on the ground. Of course not. Not to mention all the innocent civilians are killed as well. But they're being compartmentalized. They're being told what they're engaged in is some planet-saving endeavor, which is anything but the truth. Could not be further from the truth. This is killing what's left of the planet's life support systems and every one of us, day in, day out. Dane Wigington, thank you for being here. The website is geoengineeringwatch.org. Tell everybody, send everybody there. Have them uh, read about it for themselves. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. God bless. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Guess who else has joined the race for president in 2024? Too many people. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Down the road, if this eventually is unsuccessful and Joe Biden is renominated by the Democrats as their standard bearer in 2024, will you be supporting him in the general election next year? I expect to be nominated and uh, I don't have a plan B. 
That was RFK Jr., uh, who is, quite frankly, more conservative than most uh, Republicans in the party. Uh, when was the last time he, he evidently did an interview with Dane Wigington on Geoengineering Watch? He's been very vocal against the lockdowns and against uh, uh, the, the shots and pushing those out. And uh, the, he wants the border secure. I mean, he's a Kennedy, you know, and, and today JFK <clears throat> would be considered a right wing loon. Um, <clears throat> so we've got uh, Chris Christie has decided he's going to run in the race. And I think Roger Stone said today, Chris Christie needs to run. All right. Posted a picture of him. <laughs> he could run. He needs to run around a block. He doesn't necessarily need to run for president. Oh, come on, give me the Pence Christie ticket. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Where is the demand for Chris Christie? Nowhere. Where is the demand for Asa Hutchinson? Nowhere. There's no demand for Nikki Haley. There's no demand for Tim Scott. There's no demand for any of these people. And and Charlie Kirk was saying today that, you know, they're just sucking up donor money. They're acting as spoilers. And I but I I, I think but I'm torn because at the same time, I think that when we look back to 2015 and 2016, did it not if you've only got a couple people there it doesn't necessarily um it's well let me say it this way when you see somebody who's so the cream rising to the top that he's knocking out 15 other people you know that's your dude right you know that's your dude and iron sharpens iron and trump was able to take out systematically one after the other after the other after the other and he did it skillfully. He did it energetically. And he did it imperfectly. And you know what? Is he making some missteps along the way right now? Yeah, but you know what? So is DeSantis. DeSantis snapping at some reporter today. Are you blind? Are you blind? The guy's got a charisma personality problem, okay, in spades. I don't know if that's – I don't know what's worse. Is snapping at people like that? Did Trump snap at somebody today at, at, at somebody asking him about the shots? Somebody says to him, what were you thinking? And he answered calmly what he was thinking. I, I, you know, I, I think the more the merrier because I think it just will reinforce. Y'all want to jump in the primary against Trump? Go for it. And if by magic, some of you people, you, and, and by the way, have they not already, these DeSantis people, have they not already shown how stupid they are with their attacks? Were they not telling us that the only reason why Trump was being uh, uh, gone after by Alvin Bragg and others is because it was some kind of reverse psychology thing that Trump can't win the general. So the Democrats were going to go after him, not to stop him from getting on the ticket, but because people would rush to his defense, guaranteeing him to win the primary. I mean, it was so twisted, so convoluted, it's stupid. And yet, you know what? Trump's up by 40 points, and yet they're still... He's pretty much guaranteed to walk away with it. And yet the Democrats are still going after him with rumors and threats and and impending indictments because they know who is the real outsider. This is Trump's to lose. And the more people line up on that stage and showing who they really are and going after Trump, the more it's going to highlight him as the true outsider. Get him out of here. And DeSantis is going after Trump by saying, attacking Trump on Fauci, attacking Trump on COVID. Yet here comes CNN today, quoting DeSantis back in March of 2020, when Trump DeSantis is saying, uh, criticizing Trump for supporting Fauci and go along with Fauci in March of 2020. Yet who was in lockstep with Fauci in March of 2020? Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida.
Now, Ron DeSantis has an argument for the fact that he backtracked later and went against Fauci. But at the time he backtracked and went against Fauci, President Donald J. Trump was going against Fauci. And you can read the CNN article, which quotes Trump after Trump after Trump, saying pushing back against Fauci. Remember in July of 2020 when he brought in Atlas? Right. Remember him bringing in Dr. Scott Atlas and he told Fauci to sit down and shut up and he brought Scott Atlas to the microphones to refute everything that Fauci was saying and Trump was pushing to reopen. Trump was pushing to reopen. Trump was pushing pushing hydroxychloroquine. Remember? Trump made some missteps and I don't really like it, uh, the missteps that he made, but I don't know I don't, if, if DeSantis... You have to, and you have to evaluate the decisions based on the information you had at the time you made the decision, at the time Trump made the decision. And you know what? Ron DeSantis, you would have made the same decision that President Trump made. And you want to know how we know? Because as governor of Florida, you went in lockstep with Fauci. And, and, and let's, let's just be honest, Andrea. Nobody, if you're waiting for that perfect candidate, you're going to be waiting a long time. Look, the thing that I've got two problems with Ron DeSantis, and they're pretty much deal killers. Let's get through. Let's get away from the the Trump calling him names or anything else. Ron DeSantis, two core things that that he is running on that are different than Trump is he's running on the fact that our elections are clean and that Joe Biden won 81 million votes fair and square. And if you are if you are running a campaign on the fact that our elections are free and clear and there is no there is no deep state that is working at all levels of our government to rig the elections. You're not, you're, you're, you have no capacity. You're done. I'm done. How to try to take the tack that our elections are free and clear means that you don't understand the deep state. And, and where is he? And where is DeSantis at on the deep state? He's basically taking the tact that it's Trump centered, that it's just the deep state going after Trump when it's not. So given the fact that DeSantis does not understand the threat nor care about the threat of the deep state, and it's that deep state that's controlling and rigging our elections, means Ron DeSantis is a no-go for me. He may be the greatest governor in the history, and he's done a great job as governor in Florida. That doesn't mean that he's right to be president of the United States. Scott Walker did a great job as president of Wisconsin. Did Scott Walker get the nomination for the Republican Party in 2016? Most people don't even remember who he is. But let's give a little credit where credit's due. And by the way, um, one of the things DeSantis and his team are bragging about, they've got a machine on the ground. Uh, Door knocking is, this is not 1996. You can go knock on doors all day long, but if you don't understand that there's rigged elections happening and you don't have a you don't have a game plan and you're not putting the pressure on the RNC, you can knock on every door in America. Yeah, you can knock on every door. If you're not game planning against the Democrats rigging the election. You're wasting people's time. And you've already lost. You've already lost. And I also want Trump to be talking about how not just reinforcing the fact of the rigged elections that went on, but what is he and his team? What can they do to combat it? What is he doing to push against Ronna McDaniel to do something about it? Scott Pressler announced today a partnership with Turning Point USA in which he's going to be given $5 million to run a machine in Wisconsin that's going to involve um, a get-out-the-vote strategy that's going to be done in a way that's going to combat the rigging that takes place at the local level. That's the kind of strategy we need. Here is Ron DeSantis, though, talking about 
uh, ballot harvesting and what their plan is on that. Clip 13. So each state is different, right? So, so like in Nevada, they have they send everyone a ballot, which is bad. But we're gonna do ballot harvesting. We're gonna do ballot harvesting. I'm doing it. Yes. I'm not gonna fight with one hand tied behind my back. So in case you guys couldn't hear, um, one of the things that DeSantis' campaign has been doing is I've been asking one of his key influencers, a friend of mine, John Cardillo. Cardillo had to start texting me, telling me. <laughs> to calm down because I was uh, anyway um, I was taking ground away from him on Twitter over it Um, you know I kept hearing DeSantis has done a great job on election integrity in Florida well the primary and the general election involve more states than Florida what is DeSantis going to deal with he's refusing to acknowledge election electioneering and rigging I think it's great that he's talking about ballot harvesting that if the Democrats are going to ballot harvest, we got to get involved in ballot harvesting ourselves. But how does that combat election integrity issues like we've seen in Arizona? Game playing with the machines. Those machines were rigged to fail on election day. He won't talk about it. He won't talk about the deals that were done, like George Kemp and, and, and Stacey Abrams on the absentee ballots. He won't talk about videos in which the absentee ballots have bad signatures and they're just pushing them through. You can go and ballot harvest all day long. What are you've got to acknowledge? What about the FBI and the DOJ and their involvement in rigging the elections? He won't talk about it. And if you're not willing to acknowledge it, you're not willing to fight against it. And I need to hear from Trump as well on this. I don't think he should be turning the page from 2020. That's a mistake, but he's got to frame it differently. He's got to talk about a machine in place to identify if there's any current continuing can ongoing rigging going on and what the plan is to combat it. And that means making demands on the RNC. Going to take a break. Got more to talk about. I've waited to the end of the show to go there. Today marks Pride Month and I'm already sick of the rainbow. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. How did we get to Pride Month? Is there any other group that gets into it? I guess we have Black History Month, right? Um, is there any other group that... Uh, we have one day in which we celebrate Jesus Christ, the birth, and that's Christmas Day. We don't, we don't do Christmas month, right? We do Christmas Day. Easter is a day. It's Easter Sunday, right? We don't do a whole month to celebrate Jesus. Memorial Day is one day. It's not Memorial Month. I mean, if we're, gonna, if we're going to spend an entire month celebrating a group of people, should it not be the military? A whole month on uh, uh, and, and, and on what? People's choice on who they have sex with? It doesn't even make any sense. Oh, after something called the Stonewall, you know, riots or whatever that was. Um, so, do we have? Do we have a? We have Mother's Day. We don't have Mother's Month, and now we don't. We don't have anything really for women because now the left is pushing. Men as women, right? 
Today, to celebrate Pride Month, Glamour Magazine put a, quote, pregnant man on the cover. No, it is a woman, a mentally ill woman with a beard who's pregnant. So on top of this poor child being brought in to this world with a mother who's mentally ill, how many hormones have been ingested by that poor baby? We're off the rails. And it's absolutely about Satan. The uh, the designer of the clothes at Target. And by the way, Pride Month, when were those clothes hitting Target? Long before Pride Month. It's, it's, it's Pride Year. It's Pride 24 hours a day. It's shoved down our throats. And it's making me really angry and resentful. And these Pride Parades graphic sex in front of children is absolutely disgusting. What has been your contribution to society that you think deserves an entire month of celebration? Where the federal government is flying progress flags at our federal institutions. The United States of America is now celebrating people's choice of sex and people's choice to sexualize children. And mental illness. Do we have a month celebrating anorexia? Is there a flag where we've come out with that, that we fly to say, hey, you hate your body, so you're starving yourself to death? Here's some diet pills. And by the way, I've told my, I've got some gay friends and I told them your movement is not about civil rights. Because it's all about denying the rights of others. The federal government now with their language can't have manhood or, or, you know, some of the, you know, typical work stuff. Women came from men, right? Coming out of the Bible, there's man and there's woman. I never have a problem hearing, um, the, the, you know, sportsman, sportsmanship or being sportsmanlike. I, I, I never have a problem w- with any of that. I don't know any woman who does. Now, now we're, we're forcing Americans to use certain pronouns, trying to force this mental illness on all of us. What's the contribution? What has been the contribution? Joe Biden and the Department of Transportation flying these flags saying, um, you know, we've got to we've got to celebrate their contributions. What? Here's what. uh, The State Department wrote June marks Pride Month exclamation point. We recognize the perseverance of those who continue to stand and push for the equal rights of all LBGTQI persons globally. The State Department wrote on social media, posting an image of the Progress Pride flag. Um, We have equal rights for gay people in this country. It's Saudi Arabia that throws gay people off of roofs. And if you really cared that much about the about the rights of other people around the world, why would why would the left be cozying up to the Islamists in this country and having allowed the Muslim Brotherhood to infiltrate our government if they cared so much about the rights of people? This is about this is about attack on Christians because at the same token, um, you know, we, we've got the California has decided to uh, double down. It's not just the Dodgers now that has decided to honor, quote, honor uh, these anti-Catholic drag queens. Now, California lawmakers are going to honor them. Honor them for what? 
the sisters of perpetual indulgence who do things like putting naked Jesus up on a cross. Can you tell me what what that is that they're doing uh, that should be recognized? For more than three decades, decades, Sister Roma has been one of the most outspoken and globally recognized members of San Francisco Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, Dukakis said. Mark Trammell, the executive director of Center for American Liberty, says that honoring the group reveals the state's deep hatred for Christians. Well, it's even more than hatred for Christians. This is evil. The guy, that the British designer for the clothes from Target, they have, they have Satan. How is that even symbols. considered in any sane world, Andrea? It's not. It's not sane. And these companies like Target, Chick-fil-A, and all these other ones that are jumping on board with this, that are willing to sacrifice their market cap and their money and, and throw their their are so dedicated to this stuff. That's how that's how deep the sickness is. The Bible says that will come a time there would none none will be so blind as those who won't see. And this is where we're at. And that includes the Catholic Church. We've got a story to share with you guys. There, there is a cardinal who's making demands that we forfeit, that Catholics forfeit one of our key rights under the Constitution. And we're going to share that with you when we come back from the break. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It was so cold and drizzly today. I had to whip out my Sherpa line jacket from Iron Mountain Outfitters. We shouldn't, it, that, I shouldn't need that in June, but it's a good thing that I have it. And that's why they're my favorite store, because they've got everything, whether it's chilly and cold and drizzly outside, I can still look cute, or whether I need just some hardworking gear, like some, some cargo pants, which are very much Iron Mountain can help you out through six months of May Gray. Exactly. Hats, gloves. Can you imagine being out having to, having to work all day in this? Right, you got to go to Iron Mountain. Get everything that you need, whether it's workwear, you can still, or if it's just uh, comfortable gear that looks really good. Whether you're a man or a woman, they've got something for everybody. She's uh, the the Carhartt uh, selection there runs an entire wall. They still have shackets. They still have gear for cold weather. And but they've you were also talking got, about on vac- before you went on vacation. You were talking about the the cargo pants for women too. Well, yeah, that's really on trend going into spring and summer. So it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. It doesn't matter what season of the year it is. They've Still got stuff for warm weather gear, still got stuff for camping, fun, just, you know, fashion, all kinds of accessories. Go to 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear outside. Go into CPJ if you're not sure what your sizes are. And I love to shop local. I love to shop brick and mortar. Um, I ordered a couple things online, stuff that they don't sell at Iron Mountain, like some, you know, ladies' items and they didn't fit me and I had to they didn't fit me and I had to now I got it now I got to mail order them back so I'm I, you know for, forget it I'm, I shop you know now brick and mortar it doesn't matter what what they what it is I got to go brick and mortar go see PJ at Iron Mountain Outfitters and she will hook you up whatever you need they even have you know if you've got gifts even if you're not shopping for yourself for clothing they've got great gifts there in addition to clothing they've got handmade knives they've got luggage that's amazing they've just got all kinds of accessories and everything that you need um, because you know what father's day is coming up by the way father's day is coming up so so is the fair by the way the fair is coming if you need some hats to wear if you need some comfortable gear while you're eating those yummy potatoes exactly 
Have no fear. Iron Martin Iron Mountain Outfitters has the gear. Um, speaking of gear, um, some people consider, particularly where I come from, they consider their weapons and their guns just part of their gear. Right. They carry. I got family members that are always packing everywhere that they go. Well, Newark uh, Cardinal Joseph Tobin, he has decided to appeal to Catholics to voluntarily forego their Second Amendment rights. And I mean, not just going and trading in a gun to to get a gift card to go eat it at Olive Garden or somewhere. He's talking about it's a movement for us to give up. Our Second Amendment rights. And he's serious. Here's what he has to say. It's true that we have a Second Amendment right to bear arms, but rights always involve responsibilities. In this case, the responsibility to protect the innocent and to secure public safety and good order. The mass shootings we are witnessing almost weekly now are a grave threat to the lives and well-being of all people. Um, It is not my responsibility to protect Somebody across the country from me. And it's an even greater threat when I can't defend myself. Exactly. Me giving up my rights to bear arms as an American citizen in California is not going to stop anybody or protect the rights of anybody else. This is collectivism. He goes on to say that voluntary self-restraint involving the waiving of the right to purchase and own firearms. So he's not he's not saying just don't go buy them. He wants you to literally waive your right. This is the Catholic Church pushing communism. He says, let's voluntarily set aside our rights in order to witness the truth that only peace and never violence is the way to build a free society that is lived concretely in our homes, our neighborhoods, our communities, our nation and our world. I honestly believe it's the best thing we can do to change the culture of violence that threatens us today. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But it's communism. It's collectivism. Let's set aside our rights because that's going to install peace. When did you think, Andrea, you would hear that coming from the Catholic Church? He goes on to say, though, that it, quote, will not solve the problem of gun violence, but it can help us change our culture from one that is obsessively focused on individual rights to a society dedicated to ensuring the common good. That's what needs to sink in. It's not going to stop gun violence. It's not even about gun violence. It's not even about gun violence. It's about changing our culture from one that's focused on individual rights to one that's about the common good. It's about communism. It ain't about stopping gun violence. That is the truth. That's the truth. That he was stupid enough to speak there. Give up your rights. You're too focused on your individual rights. By giving up your rights to the Second Amendment, it's not going to stop this gun violence. But in the name of stopping gun violence, I want you to give up your rights. How is how is what he said any different than what is coming out of the World Economic Forum? It's it, it, Exactly. This is communism. He starts out by saying, we've got all these mass shootings. You need to give up your, your wave your right to bear arms. And then he goes on to say, it's not going to stop the gun violence, though. But we're just too much of a society that's focused on our individual rights. You're right. I am focused on my individual I'm rights. I'm not giving them up. Because I don't do communism. And com- what's the old saying? Communism is easy to vote in. And the only way out of it is to shoot your way out. And they know it. That's why they want you to give up your arms. 
52 percent. He had this is the same guy, by the way, that had slammed uh, Catholics uh, for voting for Donald Trump. He said that um, Trump has caused an exaggerated patriotism in the United States. An exaggerated patriotism. The Catholic. This is a cardinal. I don't know much about the Catholic Church, but I know that the cardinals are pretty high up and the Catholic Church is deep in pushing uh, communism on its people. Gosh, that's discouraging. Show me show me in the Bible, Cardinal, where it says anything about me coughing up my guns. You got to know your Bible. I don't remember. Uh, I've been through the Bible, Andrew. Don't remember seeing that. You can be a Christian and be a Catholic, but not all Catholics are Christians. There, I said it. You got to know, you've got to know your own, and not all Christians are Christians either. I've known many people that have sat in a church and really didn't know the Bible, really had no idea uh, about, you know, um, what the Bible says about, you know, your salvation or anything else. You can't be, it's, it's easy to get manipulated by people behind a pulpit. And unfortunately, a huge problem that we've got in this country is we've got, you know, a lot of pastors and churches that are corrupt and are not, they're backed off the truth because they may not be pushing communism, but they're just doing prosperity doctrine every, every week, or they're just doing, you know, same old scriptures and same old, you know, recycling the same old sermons. By the um, way, nominee for hero of the week, uh, my pastor, Jim Reed, who is retiring mm-hmm. this Sunday after 39 years. Oh, wow. Good for him. And he's been on the show before. That is not somebody who backs off the word. Oh, no. He calls it like it is. He calls right, right it like scripture. it is. And, you know, we've we've got a few um, churches here in San Diego that, that uh, initially did what everybody did with the mask and the, this and that. And then they're like, you know what? We're reopened and we're not going to be, you know, we're, we're following the Lord and we're not abdicating uh, our rights of free speech and our religious yeah, beliefs. We're not replacing God with state. Right. All right. Tomorrow's Friday fun day. Friday. That means we'll have Bob Walters here. We'll see if we've got any br- other breaking news. How many times do you think Joe Biden's going to fall between now and tomorrow? Upstairs. <laughs> Follow me on all the socials. Email me at andreakshow.com. Don't forget, we've got our podcast you can download and our 24-hour hotline, 844 814 5227. Thanks to the callers tonight. Thanks to my guest. We'll see you tomorrow. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.